Live from the general aid of the Franciscan Brothers of Brooklyn in beautiful Brooklyn Heights, New York, welcome to Thank God for Monday. I'm Brother Greg Cellini of the Franciscan Brothers of Brooklyn in the Career Center of St. Francis College. My great pleasure to be live with you today on Zoom Monday, May 18, 2020. Our millennial co-host, Gina Pirro, St. Francis College 2017, is with us as well. Great afternoon, Gina. Good afternoon, Brother Greg. The purpose of Thank God for Monday is to inspire you, our audience, to take personal responsibility for your professional satisfaction. We want to provide you hope and healing and peace in these unprecedented, turbulent, and uncertain times, motivate you to search deep inside yourself in the quest for your fulfillment. It's really up to you, audience, how to utilize this information and take full accountability for the decisions you make, the resulting outcomes. Now, this is the first time we're delivering Thank God for Monday via Zoom. Uh, prior to COVID-19, we were broadcasting on Seton Hall Pirate Radio, WSOU 89.5 FM. We're going to return very soon to WSOU. Please stay tuned to our social media uh, for more information. Now, you may have noticed your microphone has been muted, but we want to hear your voice today via the chat room. So throughout the show, if you have a question or comment, please send it privately to Gina Pirro. And we'll get to as many questions, comments, as time permits. You may hear in my voice today, it's a very, very special day for me personally, one that's very emotional. 35 years ago to today, I was graduating at the quaint campus of Seton Hall University. Therefore, we want to make this show a gift 35 years later to the class of 2020, and we have the perfect guest to provide such gift. We are honored today to have with us Dean Carroll. He's the author of this fabulous book, Mastering the Basics, Simple Lessons for Achieving Success in Business. Great afternoon and welcome to Thank God for Monday, Dean. Brother Greg, it's great to be with you again. And Gina, good to see you. And thank you for everybody uh, joining us today. It's great to be with you. Uh, the pleasure is all ours. Kindly tell the listeners from what city you're speaking this afternoon. Dean, please. Well, I am in beautiful uh, Rivervale, New Jersey, which is about 25 miles northwest of uh, of the Brooklyn campus. And uh, for those in New Jersey, at Seton Hall. I'm up at uh, exit 168 on the Garden State Parkway. Beautiful area of Bergen County. Uh, I had the great fortune of using to brag that I lived in Bergen County. I was in East Rutherford, the lowest end, but I still <laughs> used to brag I was in Bergen County, certainly. Dean Sandley, we've just got about 55 minutes. We could spend hours speaking with you about your book, uh, your career. Uh, but just to put our conversation a bit of context, please share with the listeners, Gene and I, just who is Dean Cowell? Well, I am a graduate of a uh, nice small college in, in Ohio, Ohio Western University, and uh, I spent most of my career in the uh, publishing business. I worked with a publishing company named Prentice Hall, which is now called Pearson, and I was at Simon & Schuster, and most recently I was with uh, Wiley Publishing, which is a publisher of uh, journals, professional journals and business books, the For Dummies books. And about five years ago, I left that job and I went back to college to do some additional training and coaching. 
I do career coaching now for people in the middle stages of their career. I have courses with the, uh, the, the training division of LinkedIn called LinkedIn Learning. I have 13 courses with them. Wow. And as you mentioned, I publish the book, and I also do presentations like I'm doing today based off of my book, Master of the Basics. We are honored to have someone of your ilk on Thank God for Monday today. I don't know how you found time, Dean, to also work on this amazing book, Mastering the Basics. And in fact, one of the things that you mention in your book is soft skills. And we know that soft skills are so important in today's workplace. So could you tell us a little bit of how soft skills work and what they are? Well, I'm a big believer in soft skills, people skills, social skills, and you know, we all, we talk about hard skills, which would be like if we're getting accounting training, we want to be a CPA, or if we're, we want to become a carpenter, we learn how to frame a window, or in technology, become an IT programmer. But mm-hmm. soft skills is directly related to emotional intelligence and being able to communicate well, having empathy, showing care, passion, being able to communicate. All of these things, there are no real courses on these at the colleges that we go to, but they are so critically important, I believe, in business and in our personal life. So uh, I talk a lot about the uh, the importance of each of those skills, people skills, soft skills, and uh, social skills. Absolutely, and it sounds like those kinds of skills are transferable. You could use them really in any kind of field, right? It's very true, whether you're uh, in the academic community, professional community, or in politics, or whatever it might be, those who have those real skills of being able to communicate and listen, and listen to others, are those are the ones that become successful, and those are the people we want to follow and learn from also. Absolutely. And what inspired you to write this book? Well, I think like most everybody, we go to college, and most of us are, you know, between a 2.5 and a 3.5 grade point. You know, so we're, we're all in that big mass of people that are do well, but we're not in that 4.0 category. So how do we separate ourselves mm-hmm. and how do we distinguish ourselves from everybody else? And I think it's focusing on the skills that we can work on and enhance our abilities that can help us be better at what we do in our profession. And that's what I've always taken my time to try to do, to take that extra training, learn some extra skills so that I can enhance the abilities that I was given and uh, be successful in my career. And thank you so much for coming on our show today to share your skills and your talents mm-hmm. and your knowledge with our audience today. Thank you. Thank you. I echo that, Franciscan gratitude as well. And, Dean, there truly is a lifetime of learning uh, in this book. I'm very curious, when did you learn that these basic skills were so important? I think early on in my career, I started to go to business meetings and professional meetings, and I think we all get a little intimidated when we're out of college or we first start our first jobs, and we have we meet people who have fancy titles. You know, they might be a chief uh, marketing officer, chief sales officer, chief financial officer, whoever it may be, or we meet people who have advanced degrees, and they maybe have an MBA or a PhD, and we get intimidated by that. And then I, I realized early on that. I'm just as, uh, can be just as effective as anybody else, even if I don't have the fancy title or the fancy degree. Mm-hmm. And I needed to believe in myself. And that's when I learned that by enhancing our, these basic skills, our social skills, people skills, emotional intelligence, I could do well in my career and in business. And uh, I think it goes back to having confidence in yourself. And very early in our careers, I think we all go through that. 
And I think that's the lesson I learned early on was to believe in my abilities. That doesn't happen overnight, but it is so critically important. Wow, that's incredible, certainly. Now, this question may really be unfair, but just how can one learn and master all of these soft skills, these wonderful skills in this book? Well, in, in the book, you know, I have 200 topics, if you, as you've seen, Brother Greg, and I cover everything, you know, from how to participate in a meeting, how you work with a micromanager, and how you try to keep things simple. I don't think we ever master them all. I think what we want to try to do is continue to improve. And I don't mm. care whether you're 15 or 25, 35, 55, or 65. The goal is to constantly look for ways to improve. And I think that's the key message, I think, of mastering the basics is that we're always trying to find ways to enhance and improve our abilities. And uh, um, there's never, we're never done. <laughs> our education and our learning is never over. Wow. Right. That's incredible. And it's so important because so much of what we hear from our audience on Thank God for Monday is, you know, about these soft skills, about transferable skills, and like you said before, emotional intelligence. Mm -hmm. So you did brush on this a little bit briefly before, but could you go a little bit deeper for our audience? What exactly is emotional intelligence and what is the value of it? I think it's probably one of the most important skills for all of us to learn. And again, no matter what our profession is or what we do, and uh, again, whether we're in business or whether we're in, we're working at the uh, St. Francis College or whether we're a politician, no matter what it might be, it's the ability to listen and be aware of what others are saying and actually truly caring and showing empathy and compassion and passion. And it's uh, it's taking that extra moment to really listen to what others are saying and to take that time to care. And it's the ability to be socially aware, uh, aware of uh, the people around you, having management of your own abilities and taking that time to truly care and understand about what you're doing and what others are doing. So in business, it's being aware that right now everybody is undergoing an enormous amount of stress, whether we have jobs or whether our jobs have been impacted, and many of our friends have been furloughed and lost jobs. So it's showing that care and compassion for others who are going through these turbulent times. And I think that's in both important in good times and in times right now where many of us are going through struggles. And, and again, emotional intelligence is something that we can read about you know, Daniel Goldman's book on emotional intelligence was 20, 25 years ago. That's the foundation piece of what it's all about. Mm -hmm. But we can all read about this online. You go on Google and just search emotional intelligence and learn more about it. I think it's a very important lesson. It goes, ties back to your first question about social skills. Absolutely. And in your experience, do you think that this is something that's becoming more relevant in the workplace now than ever before? It seems like more people are talking about it. Well, I think we're all, you know, in the days when I first graduated from college and you started a job and you worked there for 15 years and, uh, and it was, you put up with bosses and managers that didn't listen. And I think now what's the great thing is important is if you're in situations where you're not happy or you're in situations where your boss or manager doesn't have a caring attitude, you do need to be aware and look out things that are better for yourself. I think emotional intelligence, again, is important in all walks mm -hmm. of life. And mm -hmm. the importance of that is, is, uh, is being illustrated what's going on. You're noticing now from some companies who are handling this horrible time we're going through, some of them being very receptive about working at home 
or mm-hmm. developing new schedules or realizing what we did four or five months ago is impossible to do now at work. We can't have the laundry list of objectives we once did. Now it's just trying to manage the small amounts of things that we can get done. That's emotional intelligence is being aware mm-hmm. of what your team and what your friends and what your family, and what your coworkers can actually accomplish. That's a real basic framework of what emotional intelligence is. Absolutely. And well said. And I think, you know, it's great that you're mentioning this now when there's so much going on and these things are just so important and so relevant for people mm-hmm. right now. Well, this is when it's important to the other aspect of emotional intelligence or just caring for people. This is when you need to reach out to those who are going through difficult times. Some people are very visible, and they say, I'm going through a tough time, and they reach out for help. The scary part are those who are staying at home where they may be single and they're alone and they're not reaching out. And that's where we all have to be aware, again, being aware, of who's going through what in their in their personal lives and business lives. Everybody has been impacted. So we need to make sure we're all reaching out to look out for our friends and family. Such a good point. And someone might say they're feeling okay, but, you know, if you dig a little bit deeper, you'll find out the truth of really how they're doing. Very true, Jim. And one of the other things, Dean, that you mentioned in your amazing book is just planning and preparing So could you tell us a little bit about what this looks like and what is the importance of planning and preparing for opportunities? Well, I think it's, I mean, I talk about a lot through the training that I've done with the sales organizations I've worked with for the years. I always talk about the importance of planning and preparation, maybe to the extreme. Some people say I overdo it and maybe I'm (laughs) overprepared and overplanned. I always use the example of, you know, the Thanksgiving dinner. If you Mm -hmm. wait until, you know, Tuesday before Thanksgiving, to start planning out your, your Thanksgiving menu and you haven't taken the turkey out to defrost it, you've got a big-time problem. Or if you haven't figured out you're going to need all the vegetables mm-hmm. and the side dishes and the preparation for the having enough plates, it's actually step, taking a step back to say, what am I going to be doing today that I'm going to be on with you know, Greg and Eugenia and the, and the audience and talking about what I believe in and mastering the basics I didn't think about this this morning. (laughs) I've been thinking about this since we first discussed this a couple of weeks ago, some of the topics and ideas that we can go over. So it's being ready. So if we're ready, ready to graduate from St. Francis or Seton Hall or any other university or if we're in business, it's being ready and prepared for opportunities that might be out there. So it's, uh, um, again, not rocket science, and it's not a course in any college or a university or advanced training, but it's taking the time to step back and say, what do I need to do if I'm going to be ready for this next phase of my life, this meeting I'm going to go to, or the people I'm going to be meeting uh, at a conference? Thank you. And, and Dean, what I've been doing as you've been speaking is thinking back 35 years ago to what the world and the business world looked like back then. And I don't know if you could see I'm holding up a cell phone. Right. And certainly there was no cell phones or many of these other distractions. Certainly today, more than ever, distractions are so prevalent, this instant information society. Help our 2020 graduates and the rest of us out, please. How can we keep things simple and avoid so many of these distractions? It's easier said than done, and I'll be honest, in the early part of my career, I had a to-do list that was three pages long. I had, you know, the whole things that I wanted to accomplish, and then I would go get overwhelmed and go crazy. I read a great book many years ago called The Power of Simplicity, 
And it basically said, just focus, focus on the things that you can get accomplished and try, and you can't, we all want to do all of these great things, or we all have the laundry list of things that we want to do in our apartment or in our homes or things that need to get done. Focus on three. And that's my line that I always tell people is, forget about the list of 15. What are the three things that you want want to accomplish? And some, they made varying degrees of complex situations, but what this, it's keeping it on a targeted list of things to do. And again, I go back to especially now. Right now, we're all overwhelmed with what's going on around us. Are we going to stay healthy? Is somebody, a friend of ours sick? Do I have enough money to pay the rent? Uh, so having these vast lists of things that need to get done, you have to realize you can't get them done. So it comes down to focus and prioritization. What's the most important thing I need to do? So when we start off, today's Monday. What am I want to get done today? So for me, I want to have a nice conversation with everybody here today. I thank God for Monday. I'm going to do some other things around the home this afternoon when we're done, and maybe one other project. That's it. That's my target list for today. I'm not going to solve my finances today. I'm not going to go cut the lawn today. <laughs> it's what can I really do? And I think, you know, it sounds so simple. Oh, Dean, that's, that's not complicated. But are you really doing it? Or are you letting yourself getting overwhelmed saying, I've got to do all of these other things? And um, this comes back to me, my issue of I get overwhelmed very easily. And so to me, it's keeping things compartmentalized, Mm -hmm. keeping things in folders, and and keeping things tracked. And it's worked for me. This is so, so helpful. And I'm one of those people, Dean, that get very overwhelmed, like, very, very quickly. So for me, this is something that I could feel I can take away from this conversation and really put to use in my life. Just, you know, making myself a short, reasonable list of things to accomplish by the end of the day. So, Gina, I've been doing this a long time. I've been in business for many years. And so what helps us also is somebody for me to say, I've been doing this for a long time, and I still need to take a step back. Greg's graduated 35 years ago, and he still admits that he has to take mm. take a step back. And I think for somebody who's recently graduated, or even people mm. our age, my age, to hear that say, you know what, I need to stop every once in a while, and I'm admitting it. That's one of the topics mm. in my book. Is it's sometimes we don't like the phrase, you know, being vulnerable. Well, I don't mind admitting mm. that I have problems sometimes and this is what i need to do it's expressing that i don't have all of the answers right. and people think you know you've been around for all of these years and oh brother greg's got all the answers dean's got all the answers no we don't and when people hear that that makes a very that's a very mm-hmm. profound statement mm-hmm. i think Absolutely. It, it's so funny you mentioned that because somebody recently said greg do you feel you have all the answers and i mm-hmm. said there are most days i don't even understand the questions so right. i was trying to practice that vulnerability you were just speaking about audience if you just tuned in welcome to thank god for monday with a weekly zoom in here out of the general aid of the franciscan brothers of brooklyn in beautiful brooklyn heights new york I'm Brother Greg, class of 85, Seton Hall University, 35 years to the day, uh, my graduation. Gina Piro, our crack millennial co-host, much younger than me, St. Francis College, class of 2017 with us. We got a great guest to honor here, the class of 2020. His name is Dean Carroll. He's written this fabulous book, Mastering the Basics. Uh, simple lessons for achieving success in business. We've been talking about many of these lessons uh, 
emotional intelligence, etc. And Dean, it's interesting because I think this may be a very, very unfair question, but I'm going to ask it anyhow if you don't mind. What do you believe are the three or the four most essential qualities of all these incredible qualities you have here? Well, I talk about character uh, a lot in a lot of my discussions with people, and they say, what is character? Well, character is who we really are. And and I think when you peel away all of the verbiage and all of the discussions and you say, you know, what am I as a person? That comes down to your character. And uh, that links in with other basics of integrity, reputation, credibility, uh, empathy. All of these things, I think, are qualities that are, you know, you don't learn these, whether it's at St. Francis or whether it's at Harvard or Seton Hall or University of Pennsylvania or Ohio Wesleyan. These are things you learn from coaches and mentors and your family, your church, or whatever it might be, and how you develop those skills and then, and then believe in the importance of them. You know, there's a quote that says it's like that uh, John Wood, he was a former basketball coach, and he said, you know, the true sign of a person's character you know, is what they do when no one's watching <laughs> and how do they act. And, you know, we all know those people who are all smiles and slap you on the back, you know, and they're all great. And then, you know, you turn the corner and you realize they're not like that or vice versa. You know, it's a – so your character is who you really are. And so I talk about that all the time. And I think so that when you say, what's my number one, Greg, character, mm. integrity, you have to have that, and who you are really as a person. You know, and it's, uh, and all that then links into your credibility and reputation. It's, it, but those are the building blocks that I think that are so essential. Great. Thanks so much for sharing those. And Dean, one of the things that you just mentioned that caught my attention was mentors and mentorship. Did you have a mentor yourself? And also, do you suggest that maybe our audience members would benefit from having a mentor? It, it, it benefits to have a mentor. It's easier said than done sometimes. I was very blessed. I had my very first manager, uh, who I'm still in touch with today. He's in his uh, late 80s. Uh, and I worked for him for 18 months. I reported him for 18 months, but I've stayed in touch with him all of these years. Wow. It's somebody I could go to to get, get advice. I think it's going to, whether it's if you're in school, going to your career centers or going with professors, talking with professors that you respect, it's other, other students. And in business, it's other colleagues you work with, people that you trust. You'll hear the term, and I use the phrase, you need to have like a board of directors. You know, we'd all love to have this great mentor, <laughs> and it sounds good. But it's having somebody, so be like me saying, I want Greg, I want uh, this person who's my next-door neighbor, somebody I work with, people that I can get honest advice from, guidance, somebody I can talk to. So oftentimes it's something, you know, we all have a family member that we get advice from, and that's good. But sometimes family members are nice. <laughs> you know, they, they don't tell <laughs> right. all the truth. And which is great. You want that. You need to be motivated and, and uh, supported in a positive way. But I want Greg to be able to say to me, like my old uh, manager would say to me, Dean, talk slower, talk less, mm-hmm. stop waving your arms mm-hmm. like you're from New Jersey like I'm doing right now. <laughs> so it, it's those are the lessons that you learn from a mentor. And I think those are so important. It's, it's easier said than done, and it's uh, in finding that right person. But it is going and looking maybe and even for a coach. I think it's taking advantage. You know, there's this great course at St. Francis at the college, at optimizing human behavior. And uh, that's or optimizing human capital. And it's how you enhance your skills. 
And those are the types of courses that I think that you can learn and supplement any mentorship you might have. That is so important. Brother Greg and I have actually interviewed people who have spoken about mentorships and just kind of, you know, reiterating exactly what you've just mentioned. It's so important. It doesn't matter how old you are, where you're from. You could always learn something from someone who's been doing it. They have a a phrase now, Longer Board of Directors Mastermind Group. You know, you have a group of colleagues that get together and you meet once a month and you share ideas of what you're working on and what you're trying to develop and learn from yourselves and learn from yourself. These are people in their 20s to people in their 60s. And again, it goes back to, again, theory, we always need to be improving. If you think now, Greg, yeah, you got, you graduated 35 years ago. Okay, it's done. You're done. That's wrong. And he knows that. And I know that. It's, it's, you're holding up your cell phone, you know, and it's like how we continue to learn and grow. Technology is going to continue to change. You know, three months ago, we were like, what the heck is Zoom? We were using Zoom in business, but we weren't all proficient with it. Now, of course, we're over-Zoomed in some cases. <laughs> but it's, a, it's, it's that learning curve that we're all going through, and it never ends. Absolutely. And we actually, Dean, just got a question from one of our listeners. It's an excellent question. She says, what tips do you have for new graduates finding a company that's a good fit and has emotional intelligence? Mm-hmm. And also, how can a new graduate show these skills in an interview? Those are, that's a great question. And we need to look at it in two parts. One is it's a difficult time in the marketplace. Some companies are hiring. Some companies are not hiring. You have to have patience. Um, you have to remain positive. You have to believe in yourself, and you have to have confidence. When you're looking for a company, you, know, you have to do your research. This goes back to planning and preparation. You just don't show up at uh, a company and say, hi, I'm interviewing for a support role or assistance job or a marketing job. It's taking that time to do your research about them, and there's so much now that you can find out about companies online. It's hard to believe the hour has almost passed us. As we said at the beginning, Dean, we could spend hours, days, talking with you about this great book. Uh, we saved the most important question for last one. Where can our loyal uh, audience here purchase Mastering the Basics? How can they best follow you? Well, it's available at, uh, you know, Barnes & Noble, barnesandnoble.com. You can go to your local independent bookseller and ask them to order it for you. Uh, ironically, right now, it's only available on Amazon in, in, the, in the Kindle form. The book is coming back in stock in a week or so uh, there. That's actually good news because it's, it's been selling, which is what we like. Which is Not surprised. It is helping people. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, and if you're a recent graduate, you need to get on LinkedIn because it's so important. That's where people go, not just because they think it's for resumes or your job things or job uh, postings. It's where people communicate, and uh, it's getting more and more important in that, in that world. So follow me. Reach out to me to connect on LinkedIn. Uh, I have courses on LinkedIn Learning, as I said. They're in the sales category, but the messages in those courses are very much what we talked about today. So I would encourage people, if you want to reach out and connect, please do so. Gina, how can the uh, loyal audience follow us as we move forward as well? Absolutely. So please, everyone, follow us on our Thank God for Monday social media. We have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. And then also, uh, if you are one of the first few people to join this chat, please uh, email me your mailing address. If you'd like a free copy of the book, you could send it to thankgodformonday at gmail.com. 
Terrific. Gina, thank you. And Dean, we can't thank you enough for a wonderful hour, a great gift to the class of 2020. Uh, you are a true Franciscan in so many ways, and we wish you continued joy and great contribution. Well, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's great. It's great to get to know everybody, and uh, I feel like I've known you all for a while, Greg and, and Gina. It's, uh, it's just a pleasure, and uh, I, I really appreciate the time to talk with and meet with people. The Thank pleasure you. is all ours, certainly. Before we go, audience, it is really apropos on this very, very special day and time that we end this show for the class of 2020, Victoria and others here, with the blessing of St. Francis. So we say, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May he show his face to you and have mercy. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. May he turn his countenance to you and give you peace. May the Lord bless you both now and forever. Amen. Audience, sadly, we're out of time. Gene and Brother Greg saying our hope and prayer is that when you wake up on Monday morning, just like Dean Carroll does, you'll say, thank God for Monday.